The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamualaikum. You're tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday, 17th of November, and the time has just gone 10 o'clock. Ha! Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a beneficial and productive way. I'm your host, Neelam, and listeners, I have literally just ran to the studio this morning. Uh, Yeah, it's one of those Friday mornings where I'm thinking I've got time, but I don't actually have that much time. So I am here and we are live on air, reaching out to all our listeners through the airwaves at Inspire FM, 105.1 FM. We can also be heard via the Inspire FM webpage. We are also streaming live on um, Facebook. And I am taking in text and WhatsApp messages this morning on the studio number 0779-481822. So listeners, how are you? How has the week been? Yes, it's getting colder and I feel like the time's just slipping away again. We are going through the winter times now where it's actually becoming quite dark um for me i have restarted my teaching journey so i am slowly easing myself back into work and um i am seeing uh, young children again and after so many years of not teaching and now teaching it's quite amazing to see how much has progressed in 17 years so uh yes thank you so much for my water so yes uh children are changing the teaching system is changing and uh yes uh in in light of all of that we've had um anti-bullying week this week across all the schools in uh, uk now um in the first half of the show, I will be talking about bullying and uh, ways in how this affects individuals and also what we can do to help our children and in some essence help ourselves. Um, now, whenever I talk about bullying, I always uh, want to emphasize that we have to remind ourselves that it's not always, we're not always the victims. Sometimes our children could be the bullies and be doing things unknowingly and so it's very important that we also train our children to uh, think about what they are saying and how they are behaving uh, because these could have uh, negative effects and essentially we could be turning a blind eye to this or we could be oblivious to this so it's important that we look at both ends of the spectrum and not always feel that we are concerned that we could become the victims or our children could become the victims of bullies. But um, yes, they could actually be the bully themselves. So in the first half of the show, I will be talking about uh, bullying and uh, going into details about this. Uh, But I will also be joined by the lovely Nazmin Shah later on this um, second half of the show, where we'll be talking about a community event that she's hosting and also um, understanding a little bit about her journey um, of where she was and where she is now. So that will be after the break. Uh, so as I said, in light of uh, the anti-bullying across the schools, we've had lots of um, activities being done across the schools. We've had uh, odd socks where children have been coming into school in um, odd socks, making a stand of being proud of who you are and the way you are. Um, and uh, so before I go into um, the aspect of bullying... Um, I did want to sort of share some stats with everyone because when I came across these stats, um, I was quite shocked at um, the rates and the statistics as well. Now, these have been taken from the Diana Award Anti-Bullying Ambassador Programme and uh, they said that uh, one in five 12 to 15-year-olds say they have personally experienced some form of bullying. So one in five, that's quite a high statistics. Um, and, and I thought that, you know, um, reading that made me... And, and 12 to 15-year-olds, so that would indicate that obviously that's the stage where your child leaves primary school and into secondary school so that stage of their life is probably the most pinnacle where they will be 
going through change and they will also be experiencing a change in friendships and hormonal changes and in that process uh, many will experience bullying and this could go on for a couple of years so um, do look out for those children that have just started high school what the telltale signs are have an open conversation and talk to those children and just be aware that they are not victims of bully and being bullied or they're not bullies themselves um also 80 percent of bus drivers have witnessed bullying behavior on the school bus now not long ago um i actually witnessed a bus school bus stopping and asking all the children to come off the bus because it was and and he said it was just intolerable the behavior and the attitude and the shouting he could not focus on his driving so that was a huge concern so i think it was a bit of an eye-opener for the children because they realized they now have to walk because he refused to take them to school so um they had to walk the distance to school so um and i'm sure the school was made aware of this as well so they had a good firm word with the children but that's quite a lot of bullying on buses so again if your child is taking a bus to school or is on a bus service to school you know have an open conversation ask them how they are what the, what the experience is like the environment is like what the atmosphere is like and uh, get the school involved where you can and the third one which i'm not surprised to hear having martial law four daughters myself um girls are more likely to be bullied than boys um the statistics show that actually um there's about three to four percent more girls that will be uh, bullied over boys um and um this could be again because girls are very different um to boys boys attitude is just we just want to have a game of football or you know we just want to run around um and their attitude is very different to where as girls are very concerned with their physical appearance so i think uh that's another show in itself where i need to talk about how we can address these issues with young girls that are growing up so listeners if you have just tuned in you have tuned into mother's planet this morning on friday 17th of november uh i am talking about bullying this morning and then i will be um joined later by nasmin shah uh who will be talking about the mindful muslima so uh do stay tuned for those um uh, i am taking in whatsapp messages uh this morning on o triple seven nine four eight one eight double two any questions any um comments that you have around today's topic please i'd love to hear from you especially any parents out there that are tuned in this morning that have either had their child go through a phase of bullying um please share with us what steps you took how you managed it um i'm sure many listeners would benefit from this so um to understand what bullying is i wanted to give a definition and this is taken by the anti-bullying alliance um, and they define it as the repetitive intentional hurting of one person or a group by another person or group where the relationship involves an imbalance of power i think that's a fantastic definition so in a nutshell it's where a person is being deliberately deliberately um Uh, and repeatedly hurtful and um uh, uh, being hurt sorry and um they're not being able to defend themselves so in a nutshell where someone is constantly being abused and these can be vers- uh, verbal abuse it doesn't necessarily have to be physical abuse and i think when we talk about bullying um verbal abuse is the worst and i think um it's the most silent form of bullying because it's being said um and so nobody else can backtrack it or hear it so if it's just between two people it's their word over the other person's word so it's silent bullying whereas it when it's physical you can physically see someone's hurt um or being hurt and so you would have concerns and raise flags for that but when it's verbal bullying and we have to get our children to understand what types of verbal bullying there is um anything again where the person is being hurt um and they're not being able to defend themselves and this could be done by an individual or a group and it's important to address that as well that you know sometimes friends can get together and they think they're having a laugh and it could be a constant laugh or a constant thing that that child is being picked on about 
and this could turn into bullying and that individual will be affected um, by this. So it's important that we address that. Um, secondly, um, there's a traffic light system that um, has been um, uh, put forward to parents and this has been drawn up by the Anti-Bullying Alliance um, and this is to help parents gauge where they think their child is and where they where they think they need to intervene and I think it's quite a good system to follow when you are trying to address whether your child is a victim of um, um, being bullied. So it's a simple traffic light system. Uh, it's literally green, amber and red. So the green is when your child is happy and content all the time, um, enjoys school and has a good relationship with his peers and teachers and they understand that what a healthy relationship is um, and they're generally quite happy all the time. You know, you can't see any indications to show that this child is um, being bullied. Uh, amber is when the child is sometimes happy and can be reluctant to go to school. Um, uh, they may mention some fallouts with specific friends and are showing some resilience, but don't mention um, who these groups of friends are. And, and they also don't know how to cope um, with this. So at this stage, Amber, it's probably when you would need to step in and have an open conversation with your child and ask them if they have anything that they'd like to share with you. And I think it's important that we train our children to be able to confide in us because I think they feel that if I say something, it's only going to fester and, and go worse. Uh, we need to reinforce that these um, conversations are private and we are um, able to help them. Um, and Red... A child is often upset and sad and very reluctant to go to school or even um, engage in their usual activities. They may have no friends um, and the ones that they do have are the ones that are hurting them. This is when you would need to take immediate action and speak to the school um, and your child um, because not doing so and just letting your child saying, come on, pull yourself together, get on with it, you need to get on with it, which are common things that we say as parents. And I've been there, I've, I'm guilty of it, where I've just brushed it aside and said, come on, pull yourself together, I'm sure everything's fine. And it's only later that you've, you realize that actually there is a bit more to this. So bullying can have um, significant effects on one's physical and mental abilities. Um, and these there are there are some common um effects of bullying and i am going to um, talk about these um and how these are affecting and these are often our telltale signs as parents these are the things that we would need to look out for in our children um and uh in ourselves now when we talk about bullying um i'm referring to children and as parents but we as adults in the workplace we could be um, bullied um, bullying doesn't have an age um, there isn't a, a number that oh yes only if you're up to the age of 18 and then after that people just stop bullying bullying is full stop can go on into adulthood and often the person that is being the bully um, has had some psychological effect in their childhood that could be manifesting into them becoming a bully. So it's there is no age to bullying. And when I talk about bullying and the effects, these are for both children and adults. Um, you know, we could be um, bullied just as easily as a child in the workplace. Um, and uh, I think it's important that we address these issues from a, a broader spectrum and not just looking at it from the child's perspective. Emotional and psychological damage. Now, that's one of the key things that bullying, the effects of bullying can have. This can cause stress, anxiety, depression. Child can have or the adult can have low self-esteem and mostly confidence. Um, when you are repeatedly being bullied verbally or physically or whichever manner, um, it can have damaging effects on one's confidence and um you begin to start having emotional breakdowns. You can't understand why you're crying. Um, and it's not a nice place to be. And this psychological damage can cause a lot of stress and anxiety. And you may find that some children are, um, which brings me over to the next one, physical effects, are having actual um, eating disorders, um, don't want to eat, 
um, not inclined to um, take part in their usual activities. Um, and another aspect of the physical effects is um, they can these can vary from several um, accidental injuries. Um, and, and it could be a sign for that child trying to reach out to get attention. So every time they hurt themselves, they're getting attention. So they think, right, okay, that's what I need to do to get attention. I need to keep hurting myself. Um, and it, and it can lead to, um, uh, sleep deprivation. Um, and then uh, having the combination of a sleep deprivation and an eating disorder can have long term and severe chronic health issues. So, um, we must try and address this as soon as possible. Um, the neg negative effect on studies or focusing on, on work, um, your production of work, um, not performing well at school, college or work due to the stress and fear associated with the bullying. If you are being bullied, you are not going to be able to give your 100% to everything that you were doing. So it's going to have quite an adverse effect on the way you perform either at work or in your studies at, at school or college. Um, so this is an important aspect and it's also another telltale sign for us as well isolation is the key one and um it's a very common one um a lot of children or adults that are being bullied or just don't like to uh, talk to other people are often a sign that um this this person or this child is being bullied where they don't want to meet friends they don't want to uh, socialize with their friends outside of school um uh, it indicates that they don't have a good circle of friends um, and healthy relationships. So it's important that we talk about this to our children, that we talk about um, healthy relationships. So I will go into a bit more detail about what we can do to help. Um, um, I'm addressing the effects of bullying at the moment. So um, it can form a vicious cycle of violence, which is what I mentioned earlier. When one is bullied, uh, the impact of their own experience of being bullied and the effects that it's had on them, uh, their behavior can then turn and they can actually then start to become violent um, well into their own child uh, adulthood from childhood to adulthood. So if you have been a, have been a victim of bullying, you could turn around and not unknowingly know that you're becoming the bullying into your bully into your adulthood there. Um, uh, creates a hostile environment. Uh, so bullies negatively affect their environment. So if you are uh, a, um, a bully and you are very aggressive and uh, the attitude that you have, you create that um, hostile environment wherever you are. So you, you will have people at work that don't want to come near that bully or don't want to talk to that person because of the agitation and uh, negative effects that this person is having um, on the atmosphere or on the environment. So, um, yes, this attitude can be sensed through their attitude and um, aggressive behavior. So they're the things that have the damaging effects um, uh, that we have of bullying. So I guess the question everyone's asking this morning is how can we as parents help uh, so again, listeners, I am taking in WhatsApp messages on the studio number 0779481822. If you have any uh, suggestions, any tips on how you would um, uh, share with uh, listeners about how to cope with bullying or how to stand up to bullying or how to say stop to bullying, please do share them with us this morning. I'm sure many listeners could benefit from them. So how can we help our children um, or help ourselves? So first thing is to uh, build children's confidence. This could be through sporting activities. Now, a few weeks ago, I, I read um, a quote given by um, the famous MMA fighter where he said that we need to keep our children busy. We need to keep them engaged in activities that are beneficial and productive because the minute they have a lapse of not doing anything, the street and the bad crowds will grab their attention and have them engaged in the things that we don't want our children to be involved in. So it's very important that we um, have 
them doing sporting activities or doing something physical where they have the uh, opportunity to let that steam off or to give some steam off as well so encouraging them to do that also through building confidence when we want to build our child's confidence i i always say um sports like um brazilian jiu-jitsu um i wasn't in favor of it but it's um it's a very uh individual related sport because it's all about self-discipline um and um you learn many skills as an individual doing that sport because it's competitive you've got to fight your ego a little bit to say that i've got to tap out of this i'm i'm struggling i don't like this and and you've got to let that ego go so i think it's a good sport to look into um and um encourage our children to do where they are competing but also um fighting their ego and fighting you know um that that they have to give up on something and let the other person win so these are the kind of sports we should be looking for and also giving them responsibility and ownership of something to say okay this is you are going to be in charge of this and you are going to do this it's giving them that sense of ownership and responsibility and you're positively encouraging them to do something so this is important setting boundaries uh, finding their own personal space and knowing that nobody can cross this boundary uh, it's very important that we know that we have our own safe zones and anyone that steps within this safe zone you know is somebody that's going to be causing trouble so you need to put up your barriers and say right okay i'm going to walk away from this situation because this person is looking for a fight or this person is going to be very um intimidating aggressive or hostile so i'm going to walk away from this uh situation and knowing that nobody can cross that boundary or that safe zone building a good support network surrounding yourself with good friends um that are supportive and close family members that can also provide that emotional support um and intervene when needed uh self-care one of the most important ones um value yourself love yourself and most importantly respect yourself if you have all these qualities are for yourself then others will treat you likewise report bullying it's very important that we take a stand and uh don't let anything affect us in a negative way and we reach out to the safe networks um that can help manage the situation and i think as children we need to tell our children that the first point of call should always be the parents um because we can always help resolve situations you know i've always told my children that they must come and tell me and i've i've had my children tell me and break out emotionally in tears and i've spoken to the teacher um and address the situation but i've always said to the teacher i would like i'm making you aware of the situation so next time when he stands up for himself or herself um don't think that they're going crazy in the classroom or getting hot-headed or being aggressive or out of character it's literally them just taking that stand and having control of the situation so i've always spoken to the teacher to say let my child have onus on the relation on that situation because if they have onus then they know that they've dealt with that whereas sometimes it's not it's easy to as a parent hear your child's suffering and want to step in and then want to fix the situation for them we have to give them the onus because once they've got that power of i stopped this and i put an end to this it's very liberating and you've heightened their confidence to another level uh, and they know that in future and shall not but if they ever were to come across situations like this they've got the you know skills to stand up for themselves without having to reach out to other people and say actually can you help me um and always needing that support so it's giving them that confidence and ownership um conflict resolution skills This is going to be a skill that I think as a a a lifelong skill even as adults it will be uh, very valuable where we take a step back from the situation and look at ways of resolving conflicts um in a in a peaceful manner and and we be a bit more sure about the uh, situation and not oh I'm not going to be your friend I don't want to talk to you anymore I don't want to see you you know be handling the situation a bit maturely and trying to find uh, the middle ground um so conflict resolution skills is a skill that i think even as adults we should be learning and you know we should be trying to look at how we can uh find the balance and um 
rather than being hot-headed and just saying, I don't want to talk to you and walking away from the situation. Um, avoiding isolation. So get your children to keep up with their activities. Don't let the bully, bully win and stop them from meeting friends and good friends in their lives. Um, and education and awareness. Um, understanding the signs of being bullied is really key because, as I said, the verbal bullying is one of the most silent bully, bullying forms of bullying and a lot of people don't know that that's bullying. So we need to un make our children aware of this and educate them and uh, be aware of all the resources and support networks that have been set up. So keep, to up to, keep up to date with these and educate yourselves. Now, listeners, I've gone through um, the skills that we need to um, hopefully train our children to um, be able to tackle um, bullies. Uh, there are lots of information out there, so do you know research more into this. But for now, we are heading over to a short commercial break. Stay tuned to hear from the lovely Sister Nazmin after the break. For now, refill your drinks. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. This is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Good morning and Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. It's Friday 17th of November and the time has now just gone 10.30 and my mic is not behaving. Um, okay, I'm your host Neelam and today I am joined by the lovely sister Nazmin, who I will get to introduce herself to shortly. Now listeners, before the break I was uh, talking about um, bullying and uh, ways that we can manage this um, with our children, the effects that it has. Uh, so I'm hoping that some of that was of beneficial uh, to yourselves. Do keep an uh, eye out on the Facebook page because more information will be shared. So keep an eye out on the Inspire FM Facebook page as more information and ways that we can handle this and also services that are available to the community uh, will all be um, shared on this site. Now, um, in this half of the show, I have the lovely sister who has uh, been working very hard on a community event uh, and she's also taken a turn in her career. So uh, without further ado, let's make sure I get the right mic. I am going to get the lovely sister Nazmin to introduce herself. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. How are you? I'm good, alhamdulillah. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And uh, Nazmin, how's the week been? Busy. Yes. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Busy's good. Yes. Busy's good. Yeah. Everyone says that, keeping busy. I just feel the time goes really fast. And it I, really does. And you, do, yeah. you can't take your foot off the brake. And you, do we want to? Really? Oh, I don't Yeah. <laughs> this is, well, this is true. But sometimes I think I just need that five minutes just yeah. to just take that time out myself. But yeah, definitely. Friday's here, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Friday so, is here, yes. And, and, and thank you for having me. It's such an honour. No, oh, it's lovely to, uh, it's lovely. We always talk and I always say <laughs> we have to do it on air because it's, you know, it's lovely talking yeah. and, you know, everyone will benefit from everything that you have to share. Inshallah. So, um, uh, I think the listeners, we could talk forever, Nazmin. Yeah, we but can, I can't think, we? <laughs> I think the listeners will want to know a little bit about yourself. So can I just get you to introduce yourself to the listeners, please? Yeah, bismillah. Okay, um, so I'm Nazmin, mm -hmm. um, a.k.a. going forward as Mindful Muslima. Um, I am a mother of three, right. living in Luton all my life, alhamdulillah. Um, and I've um, always worked um, with people. I've been a very people focused mm. people working person um, I've gone from the corporate industry into the beauty industry mm -hmm. um, which I did for about 10 years and mm. I think that's kind of where where we kind of yes. met as well yes. wasn't it yes. mashallah yeah so yeah. Um, so I've, I've been working within the community for quite a while now mm -hmm. with, with women and young girls mm -hmm. um, working on their outer selves helping mm. them with their inner selves, which at that time I thought was very, very important. And it mm. is really important, isn't it? Look, you mm. said yourself, mm. it's good to have five minutes. Time you know? out, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so I, I've, I come from a beauty and aesthetics background. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely loved it, enjoyed mm -hmm. it, alhamdulillah. Um, so, yeah, now we're, we're taking that focus and bringing it kind of back, back to basics, mm. bringing it back, back to focusing on um, helping women with their inner self now as well, mm. um, which I found 
through my journey was a really important lesson that I learned. Mm, mm. Um, so, so, I mean, uh, Nazmin, you, you refer yourself to as um, an Islamic coach now. Yes. So um, tell me a little bit more about that because um, uh, uh, um, I, I'd like to know what it, what it is um, and, and also because it's quite a, a huge change for yourself. I mean, yes, we met yeah. in the in the uh, health and beauty aspect of we your did, life, yeah. you know, where I thought I needed to to get some help for myself, and I, you, you know, you we don't need any help. Oh, absolutely you. Uh, and uh, you know, we met through that, and and it was lovely. I mean, yes, you know, you you obviously made your clients feel very good, and you were able to provide Thank that. You. So to turn from doing that to now becoming uh, an Islamic coach, what, what I would like to know a little bit more about. A, what an Islamic coach is and then what made you leave that path and then turn to this um, that's really interesting one, isn't yeah. It? yeah now we're really picking um, so when I was working in the beauty industry I've met a lot of beautiful women mm-hmm. um, I mean 10 years you can imagine hundreds mm. I mean alhamdulillah it was quite successful mm-hmm. um, but for me the enjoyment of it was the meeting of these people you know speaking to them mm-hmm. and I found that the more I was working and the more I was meeting people everyone had a story yes you know and it was a beautiful story because everyone's story is unique mm. um, and I always found that I was very captivated by every single mm. one of my clients mm. um, and I always wanted to do more for them mm. so it was never a case of they would come to me and they would have something done or they would you know, come for a massage or whatever mm-hmm. and then they would go. I, they would always leave a, an, an imprint in me mm-hmm. um, and I would always want to reach out and make sure they're okay and mm-hmm. try and take, you know, come on their journey with them. So I mm-hmm. slowly, slowly started to recognize that there was a bit more to it than mm-hmm. just, you know, picking up a, a brush and a, a mm-hmm. bit of oil or this and that. And um, it kind of took me on a journey of self-reflection as well. Okay. You know, I, I really wanted to know, because I was always asking, I, mean, mm. I was always wanting more. Mm-hmm. Um, always very blessed, mm-hmm. alhamdulillah, in, in many ways, but I always wanted to kind of know more, like, why am I here? What's mm. my purpose? Mm. Um, and that really grew a seed, you know, inside me. Mm-hmm. And it's just started to grow. And I mm. took... Uh, took maybe 20 years, alhamdulillah, because mm. I was always very inquisitive and I always mm. was very empathetic along along the way. Um, and I found that the more I started to ask questions, the more I realized that I am a giver mm. and, and I want to remain a giver mm-hmm. because that's where I thrived. You mm-hmm. know? That's, that's where I felt I was best placed, placed. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so... It made me kind of reflect on things and it made me realize, okay, I do really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. And it's great to have that skill. Yes. Um, more so for yourself as well. Yes. You know, you, yeah. you can just use it at home. So I thought, okay, I appreciate this and I respect it. I respect the time I've had here. It's mm-hmm. been amazing. I've met some beautiful people like mm-hmm. yourself. <laughs> um, and I've made some really, really good friendships, you know, along the way. So I, that experience for me was a beautiful experience. Mm. I will never look back on it and say, well, I wasted 10, 12 yeah. years. It was yeah. an amazing journey. Yeah. And that journey has only just brought me into, I feel, where I belong now. Mm. Um, and kind of answering the question about what is an Islamic coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the connection that I've always yeah. found with a lot of people. I mean, inevitably, we're not going to kind of get on with everyone are no, we and everyone's no. not going to like us and yeah. and I think that's a journey and lesson in itself as well mm. to learn where your place is and respect other people in their places and it kind mm. of takes you back to what you were talking about before mm. I was listening to it mm-hmm. I love your show and I'm always following oh, thank you, you. you you really do talk about some amazing subjects so oh, um, it takes it kind of links in with that you know you find your place and you learn and you grow and you learn to respect others and mm. you learn to kind of respect their journeys mm-hmm. and you kind of and it just brought me to a place where I thought, okay, well, I'm not a person that can just sit and do nothing. Mm. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm <laughs> always on the go. And, I, and that's how I like it. You know, mm. that's just how, how I like it. And I found that I really wanted to give back. So I kind of started to look into into things and courses. And I found a really amazing, amazing Islamic co- coaching school called mm. Adwam. Mm-hmm. They're very, very well known in mm. the USA. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they've worked with the likes of Omar Suleiman, um, okay. and so they're, wow. they're, they're quite established. And, and Discovery, uh, Discovery Islam, they're called. And the the guy who founded it, unfortunately, has passed away now. Mm. Um, but he's left such a beautiful legacy. Mm. You know, he 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 really wanted to make sure that he was able to provide a, a coaching service that was in line with what you know what our beliefs are and what our mm. system is you know mm. and, it, and it really works yeah it, it really works and yes. it, it is only a recipe of success I yeah. believe, and and i guess you know i i had this conversation with a friend a few months ago about when we're born as muslims i mean we're, we're lucky alhamdulillah we were born as muslims yeah, but as a child when i look back at how i was practicing my deen and my my islam was very different to where i am now oh yeah and you know we we took the journey for granted yeah. and as you say they were not years wasted because you look back and you think your soul was searching Absolutely. and you know you are as you say you you were doing your role as helping women you know feel good about themselves yeah. and they left an imprint and so that journey that you had there that you were going to eventually come to where you are today. It's this funny. part of your life yeah. was etched out for you. Absolutely. So we all eventually find ourselves, mm -hmm. alhamdulillah, um, and so we should never regret not doing enough. And I think mm -hmm. I constantly try, as mothers, yeah. we will try and sort of reinforce that with our children because sometimes we look back and we think, maybe it was a tad late if I had known some of this information a bit earlier. I may have handled things a bit more better and I could have been a bit more focused. I've learned so much more about my Dean now that sure. I didn't know existed before. before. And, um, and, and, you know, um, and I think the thing that ta makes me uh, question why I didn't do things is when I hear friends that are not Muslims that have converted to Islam and I think, what made them see um, what I'm not seeing? Yeah, it really does, doesn't it? It makes you think, oh, wow, like, what, what was it that they saw that we've kind of missed? And it, I just really want to just touch on what you said there about mm -hmm. the, the thinking and the regrets and everything. And that kind of goes in line with mm -hmm. the coaching that mm -hmm. we do. Um, it's so, so important how we think and mm -hmm. our thoughts. They are so valuable and they're so important mm -hmm. in how we progress in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, and there's an actual a, a saying in the Quran, in the Holy, uh, Holy Book of the Quran, mm -hmm. where it says, be careful of your thoughts. Uh, um, because your thoughts will become manifest into, yeah. um, and that's kind of in line with the whole Islamic coaching so it's really focusing on, on I really wanted to focus with women and mm -hmm. young girls because mm -hmm. um, I was quite unfortunate in, in the sense when I was younger I didn't quite have the guidance mm -hmm. you, know, and I, you know I had a very um, interesting up, <laughs> upbringing and, and, and teenager life and again I don't regret it because mm -hmm. I am where I am now for all those lessons I've learned then mm. um, and they were again beautiful lessons so you can see how I'm Mm. how my mind is turning everything into a positive mm. so with the islamic coaching what we bring to the forefront is your thoughts are so important be very mindful mindful muslim mm. be very mindful of your thoughts mm -hmm. um, and if you are able to continually do that um, mm. you will see amazing benefits and amazing changes mm. um, and that will start with things like gratitude and gratitude is everywhere in the Quran. Yes. You know, everywhere you open yes. it says it if you are grateful I will give Surah Rahman my favourite Surah Rahman absolutely I read that inundatedly when I was pregnant with my last oh, because mashallah. she was uh, a surprise baby and uh, it just made me think that this is a gift and I mashallah. must not exactly. be ungrateful so exactly. it's my favourite so yes my favourite Surah of the Quran there I do I do read that and, and, and yes you know we are continuously blessed with um Immense blessings and oh, I'm getting all tearful. Oh my God, you're actually <laughs> I'm getting all tearful. Oh, our I'm... listeners, <laughs> this oh. is what happens when you when you start focusing on your mind. But <laughs> listeners, if you have just tuned in this morning, I am joined by the lovely sister Nazmin, and we are talking so about that's okay. We are talking about mindful Muslima and uh, an event that she has yes. got uh, wrapped up for the listeners out there. Uh, if you have any questions for either myself or uh, Nazmin, we are taking in um, WhatsApp messages on the studio number 0779481822. Now, I did say that right. I should know.
know that number. I keep, I have to double check because I still don't know the number. So yeah, I did say that right. So yes, uh, do send in text or WhatsApp messages. If you just want to give a shout out to her or just uh, share your views on today's topic, you can do that. So mindful Muslimah, yes. you, you've said that this is, um, obviously a reflection of the Quran and everything that we need to be mindful of, yes. uh, mindful of our thoughts, mindful of our actions. Yeah. So I guess this is where the names come from. Uh, I am conscious of time. Yes, I know. I was just thinking that as I, well, actually. I can't believe where it's going. Uh, this is what happens when we start you talking. Did more, you did, didn't you? <laughs> when we start talking, uh -huh. it can just go. So I'm conscious of the time. So at first, before we go on to the event, I just yes. want to ask the impact this change in your life has had um, to you, your family, because uh, you're a mum. So everything changes. When we take a change or a turn in our lives, yeah. um, the way we raise our children is different. Absolutely. So how has this impacted that aspect of your life? Firstly, before I go ahead, I just want to remind myself that Alhamdulillah, every change and everything that has happened has only been by the will of Allah. No. And I must remain steadfast and humble in that because mm -hmm. the last thing that I ever want to do is have any kind of arrogance or pride or Absolutely. anything as, as such because I always want to take the back bench in terms mm. of that. You know, I may be the vessel, mm. uh, but every power comes from above. Mm -hmm. So that's a constant reminder for me. Um, but definitely, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, a million times, I mean, this journey has had a knock-on effect. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, everything that I've learned, because I've seen the benefits that it's had for me, mm -hmm. I've, uh, my, my eldest is 10, mashallah, and then I've got an eight-year-old and I've got a very intelligent, mashallah, seven-year-old uh -huh. who thinks he's... 40 and, okay. and, and he kind of rules that well thinks he rules the house <laughs> bless him the youngest um, it's the youngest it's child it's the youngest it's the, <laughs> yes. it's the youngest child syndrome it's right absolutely yes <laughs> bless them <laughs> mashallah um so i've because of the benefits i've seen and the benefits have been amazing mm. the doors that have been opening subhanallah have been amazing and again mm. I must remind myself it's only by the will of Allah. Allah. Um, and I have gone on and I've literally every day I've been like, right, okay, you know what mm. my coaches have been teaching me. I'm going to instill that in my kids Children. now yeah. because my kids are literally canvases. They're blank yeah. canvases. You yes. know, we weren't as fortunate because like mm. you said, we, you know, we learn the things that we're taught and we pick up everything. But mm. I know now that I can give them, inshallah, the best inshallah. possible foundation and start I can mm -hmm. through the tips and tricks and everything mm. that I'm learning and subhanAllah it's been a month for mm. them um, I do try and go easy on them as yeah. much as I can yeah. but they are subhanAllah they wake up for salah 6 o'clock oh. and they compete with each other now because they're oh. like okay who's going to get up first and yeah. oh mum he's not waking up and uh. you know and it's it's lovely and then they're doing their gratitude in the morning and then mm. they're, they're, they're these three points that they're doing every day and the, their positivity in the house and the way that they are and the way that they're growing and the things that they, they want to do and they're outside and they want to help their friends and you know um, my son wanted to do football he's now been picked for a professional team Mashallah. so it's all about the mind you know it's all about instilling positivity in their mind and my daughter she's now become a, a member of her parliament in school oh, wow. <laughs> parliament yes, yes. <laughs> and it's all been because I've been trying to create positivity into their yeah. mind and making them aware that they are fully capable. Nothing is impossible. Mm. SubhanAllah, by the will of Allah, if we can see Allah as the creator of creator and he has created us, we can only be of worth. Mm. There's, there's, we're, we're not a mistake of any mm. kind, you know. Mm. And once we can tap into that, yeah. Mm. Nothing is impossible. Absolutely. Uh, so, Naz, we've just had um, uh, a text come in. Okay. Very inspiring uh, uh, listening to you ladies this oh, morning. Excellent so show. Uh, well done, Naz, uh, on your amazing journey. Uh, may uh, may continue uh, learning from you every day. Oh, oh, so, khair so for that text message. Um, uh, what's that message there? So, listeners, uh, I am taking in those messages. And it'd be lovely for Sister Naz to hear all of these um, inspiring messages. Uh, messages so please do keep them coming in now i think without further ado we need to talk a bit yes. about this event Let's that's happening on the 25th inshallah. so it's on the yeah as you said mm. it's on the 25th um which is eight days away are we on a countdown of eight days yes, yes. i'm on a literal countdown 
means yeah. every day you would probably know by the second actually <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. literally yeah um so alhamdulillah yeah so um again going back to uh the whole wanting to help um you know unfortunately you know there are uh some some things going on in Gaza at the moment mm-hmm. which are pulling on a lot of heartstrings mm-hmm. um so i've kind of wanted to do as much as i can do so mm-hmm. we've put this event together on the 25th which mm-hmm. is going to be at Dalla Road community center mm-hmm. um and it's for women and children mm-hmm. um uh, boys under the age of 11 and girls of any age okay. knock yourself out girls oh, of any wow. age come <laughs> um it's going to be a sit down three course okay. uh, event okay um and we will have lot there's going to be lots going on mm. uh, we've got uh we've got a, a little crash area set up so oh, that nice. mums can come they can literally right. let their tick, hair well, tick, they can tick, literally tick. let their hair down yeah because uh, it will be a non male environment so if uh, they want to come and they want they want to dress up they can okay. um we've got some some yummy food starters and mains um mm-hmm. who has some catering of very very um kindly sponsored kindly sponsored yeah mm-hmm. mashallah um we will be having lots of fun engaging stuff so we've got masjid the laksa comp- uh, drawing competition uh, painting competition oh, so wow. we'll get people into groups uh-huh. um and then we'll have a really um amazing Uh, we've got a voucher which has been uh, donated by Benjamins. Oh, lovely! Thirty um, pound voucher, so that's up for grabs, everyone. So oh. come with your easels and your painting hands ready. Uh. Um, uh, we've we've got loads loads going on. I mean, we've got stalls, um, and we've tried to keep it quite diverse with the yes. stalls. We've tried to do like some Palestinian products. Mm-hmm. We've tried to do um, some drinks, some some cakes, mm. you know, some um, abayas, mm. some modest wear. So mm-hmm. we've tried to make sure that we've. covered everything there yeah. um then we've got some face painters down as well Lovely. so um she's a very good face painter okay. credit to her so you can come with your pictures and your flags or whatever you want I'm, yeah. i'm pretty sure she'll be able to do it for you in the wow. day Mashallah. Um, and then we'll have some lovely mandi artists there mm. as well mm-hmm. um so yeah so it's going to be a really good day um it's it's a day of reflection mm-hmm. it's a day of just reminding everyone that Yes there is a lot going on in the world right mm. now but we must hold on tight to hope. Mm. Um you know as Muslims it's something that we are reminded of constantly mm-hmm. um do not lose hope. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we want to try and uh you know try and bring forward on the day. We Absolutely to- and you know we are holding on to hope but you are also uh collecting for the um uh for this charity as yes, well so yes. you know um any any funds and i know that luton is a very one thing i've learned once oh, since doing the radio luton they? people are very giving yeah. um having been raised and brought up in in london i london i i i didn't <laughs> i never knew how much uh, a community to can cut together and and, and raise so mm-hmm. i have no doubt that you uh, you know inshallah raise um money for the event um and it's going for a good cause and as you said you know it's 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 a time where everyone is grieving in a way so it's you know an an outlet an, an opportunity for for the women to come with their children and engage in activities like this and and know that the money that's being raised is all going for a good cause so um uh, how do people book places and and how how do they come how what Talk um, me through so that. So just very quickly, I just want to. Uh, uh, I know you're conscious of no, time. No, no, it's okay. We've quickly. got we've got lots of time actually. <laughs> oh, it's actually not. I'm, I'm misreading the time, so you've got plenty of time. Oh, brilliant. Have you yeah. just turned the clock back a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I've revised. I I have. I've actually <laughs> reversed time there. Obviously. Uh, um. So the the charity. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the charity because yes. I think it's important that people know mm-hmm. um, where their money's going. Mm-hmm. Um. So the charity I had been following before I started the event for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um. They're called. GRT Global um Relief Trust. Mm-hmm. They are a UK based uh, organization. Mm-hmm. Um and they are predominantly based in Stoke and Birmingham. They're okay. the brothers that have come together um and have done really really well. So I kind of came across them through uh, another uh, London sister who was who was doing some work with them and I saw the work that they were doing and they literally had workers GRT have got workers in Gaza on the grounds mm. literally you can they're very transparent and mm. I was watching the videos daily of of how they were there and they were working tirelessly mm. around the clock mm. you know the sacrifices they were making and they were just totally like oblivious to the fact that they were there it was mm. all about helping you know mm. these people around them and um 
And that just made me think, okay, I really want to work with this charity. Mm. You know, that I can see where the money's going. I could see the children with their, you know, their packets and their food and they're mm. happy. And it was just really, really amazing. So um, we will have one of the ambassadors from mm. London coming down and joining us on oh, the day. Mashallah. Okay. Um, Sister Simon, who I've been working quite closely with, bless her. Okay. Uh, lovely lady. We've really connected um, mm. on a different level. Um, and they are... Um, they are literally a, a brilliant humanitarian cause. Um, mm-hmm. They work in a lot of other different countries as well. Okay. Um, so they have a lot of projects going on okay. as we speak. Um, okay. And just to give you an idea of some of the projects, which it kind of goes in line with Mindful Muslima, they're working on this, it's a sanitarian cause. So oh, okay. obviously women, yeah. we, we kind of forget that there are other areas that women yes. suffer in when, when you have such crisis, yeah. crisis around the world. Um, and they have a really huge uh, campaign going on providing supplies for women wow. to make okay. sure that they are able Looked to after, kind of yeah. keep their modesty, you know, in, in such a hard time. Mm. Um, so she'll talk a bit more about that on the day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that that's kind of the day in itself. What was the other question you asked me? I'm just kind no, of going I was just saying, um, how, did they, how do they book places? <laughs> no, how do they book places? Is, so my number's on the poster. Okay. Um, it's uh, they can contact me or yeah. we have a link yeah. that you'd be happy to share wouldn't you yes yeah. yes so i will i will um uh, have that post you have got just under a minute that's now. fine yeah <laughs> uh, no so problem. um uh, there will be um a link that i will try and get posted onto the facebook part yeah. of this show where people can um donate and and listeners if you are able to book places there are contact details on on this uh, flyer for um contacting there are, yeah it's a table of six mm-hmm. first come first serve pre-bookings mm-hmm. we're not taking any bookings at the, te- at, the, at, the door. at the door okay um but please do come um yes. and and bring your cards and bring your money because we're going to have some amazing auctions as well i'm trying okay. to go as quick as i can because i know no, we've that's got, good that you said cards because yeah. a lot of places say cash and it's very we hard have, oh, we've got, got card, card readers machines. there okay. ready and available to go and there'll be lots of auctions from palestinian clothes to cakes to hampers oh, to brilliant. lovely designer outfits Thank you so much. <laughs> no, no problem. Thank listeners, you. Listeners, uh, inshallah, we will see you there. Assalamu alaikum and Jamama Barak. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.